test run this one more time. The software I used last time was not going to be able to display all of us. In fact, it was going to put us all in a corner. And since I've asked my amazing wife to join this broadcast today. You want to get me on the screen? I want to get her on the screen. Of course, I can't see anything. I can't see anything. This is a very awkward to broadcast like this. I can see it right there. Okay. There so we have to have faith that this is working. For those of you the podcast audience, the reason why we're going through this little mess because I want to do headliners today, and the way that I did this broadcast the last time is not going to work for us this time. Let's do we're it. going to try this and see how it goes. So if you don't know headliners, what headliners is where other talk show hosts, tonight show hosts, late night hosts, even your news host, they read the headlines the trending current events. Instead, they have producers and they have some, probably the government, maybe the CIA that's picking out their news stories to cover. But I don't have any of that. We don't have that. No, which means we don't have an agenda. Yeah, we have no agenda. In fact, we have no agenda and we are not prepared for any of the things that we're going to talk about today. It's going to get exciting. So, this is our version of headlines. <laughs> it's I'm called glad. Headliners. And my lovely wife, Jessica Lynn, decided to join us today. So, for the video audience, this I have no idea what this looks like because I can't see anything. I probably don't need to be looking at myself anyway. Do I look skinnier? You anyway. Do. You do. Right. <laughs> Not all of my broadcasts are heavy and make you go, God, bless. I need a bath. Not all of them are like that. Is The camera's looking at you, I think. Get your butt over here. <laughs> So now that this camera's a thing, and maybe, maybe Santa Claus will bring us a, a camera for when we have two people and we have to worry about the AI running all over the place. Okay, anyway, so the very first story, actually talk real quick, because i got to handle something. Hello. <laughs> Here I am. See, this is the best thing about new media, is that you don't have to follow anyone's rules or anyone's format. You just get to be yourself. Dude. And it's not always perfect. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. But sometimes I get to be the star of the show. You better say something important then. Oh, God. I'm really happy to be here. Uh-huh. I'm very excited to pick up the girls from school and go to the big uh, hot chocolate reindeer festival in town. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm going to go as Clark Giswold. Okay, so the very first story that you picked from when we tried to do this 15 times ago. Yes. Okay. Was Elon Musk. Elon Musk. We have not read this one. What is this all about? Oh, his email got hacked today. More than 5.4 million users' data released, including A-listers, private emails, and phone numbers. What's going to happen? He's going to get sued for everything, and then Twitter gets shut down. This just feels like a really beautiful scripted movie uh -huh. of nonsense. Like, all of this is just too perfect. Did you see he just kicked Kanye West off of Twitter? Because no. Hitler, or Hitler, Kanye went on Alex Jones in his black mask, the one that covers his face, I don't know which I believe is graphene oxide symbolism but that's another conversation you don't know alex jones oh, just really oh, honey so 
the, that goofy show that we're wa- that we were watching the other night, laughing our face off with uh, Mike Myers, where he plays the eighty, he has like eighty five characters. Oh yeah. And the news guy with a grope voice and lizard people run this world and that guy, the one that talks. I don't remember. I'll pay attention next time. You laughed and I said, know. I know. <laughs> watching movies together. A very short oh. attention span. And she makes up the plot. Oh yeah, every movie. But my plot is way <laughs> She makes up the plot and she predicts the plot while not watching the movie. <laughs> she looks up from her phone and goes, "Oh, this is gonna happen." I'm like, "You haven't been watching Have You at all?" Because like you've got the characters completely twisted. I should be the one <laughs> creating the plot, though. I think because my plot would work, and it's. Probably better. So, this segment may last five minutes. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) by the way, all this privacy stuff that's happening right now, not only do I believe this is part of the distraction, I believe what's going to happen is... Eventually, this internet is going to shut down. I was just thinking that. They're going to shut this internet down. The one that we've enjoyed freely and took advantage Mm -hmm. of and not realized what's happening to us in the process. This internet's going to get shut down. They're going to use some type of conspiracy. They're going to use privacy. They're going to use what? Elon Musk, I just saw in a different headline is in six months going to bring out his brain chip. And he already said he's going to put one in himself. So don't worry, it's totally safe. Except for all the monkeys that died. But that, that is going to be the access into the new internet. The internet that nobody can do anything bad because you have an ID implanted in your head somewhere. To get into the internet. No, I don't think that's going to be the first step. That's too severe. The first step. Okay. And I don't think that's that chip is going to be accessible to peasants yet. Really? No. Oh. Okay. No, except for the ones that may sign up for it. But this this has got RoboCop written all over it. It's gotten. But no, the first thing that's going to the digital ID. I believe that people have to log in. It would be, I don't know where my phone is. The digital ID was what they're going to need to log in. But if you haven't noticed, there's all these apps is are requiring you to log in with your face now. It doesn't matter if it was cryptocurrency. There's even like some social media, social media, new social media companies that are requiring it. There's banking stuff. There's a lot of different sites now that you put your face in it and you stick it in this little hologram and you go, and then you turn it slightly to this and you go, yeah, they're doing all that. Facial recognition, uploading ourselves into this new system yeah. will be part of it. But eventually what you're talking about, I think does happen. Okay, but so is that a whole nother new internet or how do they get you to put the brain chips in? What's your motivation to want to put a chip in your brain? Rise of computers. The merging with technology. Okay, there's going to be the useless eaters, which is what the, the World Economic Forum calls them, the people that are not contributing to society. And there's people that 
want to contribute to society, but they don't have the education. They don't have, and when I say education, I'm not talking about your four-year degree because I don't believe that that's going to matter. No. This new age that we're going into is going to be really about technology, robots, the fourth industrial revolution, the internet of bodies, which that brain chip will be part of. But I think that's going to be at first for the elite, the people that are wanting to become godlike and have the perfection of a brain chip that gives them, I'd be Google in your brain, can you imagine? Yeah. So that's going to be available for them. And then that's going to set a standard of what elites and wealthy people follow. Then there's going to be the freedom fighters that are in the middle. And I'm not talking about MAGA. I'm not talking about truthers or any of these people that you see on stages because they're full of crap. They are. And so they're just deceiving so many because they pretend to be good. But the people that pretend to be good, we've learned the hard way, need to be questioned ten times as much. There's going to be the people that have decided that, when I say freedom fighters, the people that fight for our independence, the right to remain free, the people that don't necessarily want to merge with technology, but they'll use technology, people like us, the people that have been teaching the importance of media and the reason why. Some people just don't grasp the fact that what media is going to be. Media will be the... Because also... They're going. They're getting rid of all the jobs, mm-hmm. so the four-year degree isn't going to matter anymore. We're all going to be even in a way, is what it's going to look like. But in reality, it's going to be like fight or flight, could make it or break it. I think that the importance of knowing media is that gives you the multiple revenue streams because it's going to be hard to get by with just the universal income that they give out. But the people that have their remain and have independence, those are the people that know media and how to utilize it because those revenue streams, one, you're going to be able to do more than people that are just accepting universal income. But if you don't have that knowledge, you're not going to have a job. That's period. It's not so much that, like when I've been talking about this for so long that I think I'm some genius that knows everything, but I literally... Like the one thing that interested me growing up was the singularity technology and the fourth industrial revolution, even though I didn't know that name yet, had been paying attention to the future and where we were going and different movies stood out to me. I'm like, well, this is real. So it's, yeah, I know that it could sound like future tripping, but the future is here. I think I said this to you earlier, but these cable companies, these TV networks, these major media networks now, they're operating on, they've already paid for that airtime, basically. But they don't, they're not getting renewed. Because the rise of the independent media companies are here. Yeah. And that's what we get to be a part of. That's exciting to me. Okay, pick something else up. We spent too much time on that one. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, what's white people? <laughs> white people. Tw- what is, this is down the old man. This one. Yep. Oh, this, that's not white people Twitter. Twitter. Oh, it is white people Twitter. Yeah. This is the most awful of all Twitter or Reddit categories, I white people Twitter's just nuts. It says, let's see, Dear America, you are waking up as Germany once did to the awareness that one third of your people would kill another one third of your people while another one third watched. 
Wow. Isn't that in the Bible too? It is in the Bible actually. Well, the third being slaughtered. Dying. Revelation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much yep. what happened. And all the poop. I'm gonna yeah. keep, I'm gonna stop. I don't there. know if we should talk too much about yep. this one. Let's go keep Move that on. commentary. I already got kicked off of a uh, Oh boy. Oh yeah, I don't Let's know go to this, this one. Okay. This one, this Balasigia. Can't pronounce it, but it's in the news right now because of Kanye West. It's in the news because people have figured out the satanic symbolism. Because I don't know who said it that was talking about symbolism, but once people figured out the symbolism that was all over the world, they would start to be able to put the puzzle together because symbolism has run the world. You hide behind symbolism. Think about the Bible, even. Parables are a form of symbolism, in my opinion. Par How so? So the symbolism is where something will stand for something. Mm -hmm. my, my way of comparing it, and it's probably not even an accurate definition because I don't, I'm not an encyclopedia Britannica, but in my mind, it's virtually the same thing because the, uh, I just brain farted. The symbolism, oh, yeah. symbolism and parables. The parables because it's talking in code. It's talking in code and like, symbolism is a code for something. But of course, the problem with symbolism is whatever majority gets behind that symbolism to mean something is what it means. Because the Nazi symbol, that's actually a religious symbol for like peace and love and harmony and balance. But the Nazis took it and killed a bunch of Jewish people. Yeah. And, but, and now, but there's people that want their symbol back. Because it means something to them. Oh. This is why I don't wear a cross. I know, I was just thinking. I'm like, this oh, is... that cross symbol thing. I've seen a lot of people I know that are not good people that wear it. And it makes me wonder what, why are they wearing it? What does it symbolize to them? I think to most people they wear crosses because they're like, I'm a Christian. I hold this and grab faith. And there's a part in the Bible that talks about, oh, this is a great example. Actually, these stones. I think your brother found this or something. My uncle, uncle brought it back from the Black Hills. So let's just pretend that this is a cross. And I hold this. And like by holding this, I believe that I'm by doing this, I'm going to pray to Jesus and this means something. So at the beginning, when you're first trying to build your faith and you're exercising your faith muscle, I believe that God allows us a certain amount of, okay, but then when we grow in our faith once and we start know. to test and once you, you can't unknow, you can't unknow what you know. Mm -hmm. And the closer that, like we've been on a faith journey, like a really weird, intense. crazy, intense, intense faith journey that has made no sense. But then ends up making sense. But it ends up making sense. So one of the things that we've realized and stepped away from crosses and all that stuff a few years ago but so much of the symbolism that's pushed in our face with religion and even our faith as loving Jesus I don't need that my I, like in, in even the Bible which is the most amazing book like we listen to the Bible there's there's Bibles all over this house there's one here there's one there there's one back there there's one over there and like we love the Bible 
But our relationship is still not with the Bible. Right. I don't feel like I need to memorize everything in there to have it work. And of course, the Christians now are going to throw stones at you for yeah. saying that. Because in the Bible, it says you need to memorize every, put this in your heart, like the book of Joshua. But the thing is, it's very interesting. I picked this up the other day. The Bible wasn't written when these stories were told. When these stories were written, they were parts of different books. The book of law, which is Moses, De Deuteronomy, Numbers. There's a couple, but the book of law is what Moses wrote. And that's in the Old Testament, right? So, when it talks about not changing the words of this book, and it talks about all these different things, they're not talking about the Bible, they're talking about that individual book, because the Bible is a bunch of individual books that have been put together. So that said, all this complication, this is not knocking the Bible, it's just, but it's also clear as day in the Bible where it says that Christians shouldn't fight over Scripture, what they know, their interpretations and all that stuff. But yet here we are fighting. So the point is, this is for people that say it's the literal word of God. They're fighting over, like, they're, they're fighting there. And it says in the Bible where it is the literal word of God in their belief, not to fight and argue over this stuff, but here they are doing it again. The point is, all that is just a distraction. Because God, you can speak to God directly. Anytime, no matter where you are in your relationship with God. In fact, even if you're not a believer, you can still talk to God and God will talk back. You know how I know? Because he talked back to me. And I wasn't a believer. In fact, I didn't like God. I cursed God out. And if you saw the broadcast yesterday, you know that story. So. God, he doesn't wait to come to you until you, you know who he is. He's always there. He's waiting for He's you waiting. to do the work in your mind and in your heart so that he can then when you're ready do his parts his bigger parts we got to do some funny stuff because none of this okay, is funny yet. <laughs> no i know it's but it's fun okay so this bdsm scandal ignites hidden satanic conspiracy video so i don't know oh there's just a ton of Okay, so... Oh, there's a ball the, the, right there. The black eye thing. Or the... Yeah, it's a black eye thing. That's something. So I don't know if that's panda eyes or what. So there's the black hood. So that could be like secret society stuff. These shoes. So there's ball. B-A-L. Okay. And then Balencia means it's something like I love the devil. <laughs> it's floating all over the internet. I think I actually saved it. So what's this? There's, oh, there's a demon a there. Yeah. Is this their, There's a black crow. There's another one. They didn't get that. Is this their marketing campaign? Because yeah. it's a horrible marketing campaign. It just doesn't make me want to buy this for my children at all. Yeah. So there's a whole thing on the internet. Let's not spend too much time on that. But <laughs> it's... Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. That's just dead gummit. Uh, oh, look. No. Funny. What's the funny We're, one? Okay, here's funny. This is... All right. Da -da 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 -da. Oh. I'm putting an. <laughs> what in the world? Did you know that you saved this? <laughs> I think. Okay. Awkward. This is very awkward. I was gonna send that to you to say, "Will you buy that for me for Christmas?" <laughs> oh my gosh. Because I love donuts. Yikes! Let's get off that page. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, I've already done Ray J.
Oh, God. I'm going to talk about this just because I have to really quick. Twitter's ex-safety chief, Yoel Roth, finally admits mistake of censoring posts Hunter Biden's scoop. Yes. <laughs> it's terrible. So, I'm getting off there. Two and a half years, or over, what, when was the election? They've been suppressing this story forever, and now conveniently everyone's like, well, it was true. Yeah, we lied to you, but no big deal. It's just perfect I mean, timing with the tax stuff coming out. All the freedom fighters, QAnon followers, they're going to be pissed. Yeah, they just let them all back on Twitter, too. They won't let me on Twitter, but they let I those know, back. I know, isn't that weird? Because it just shows you that it's bullcrap and it's part of the show. Mm. If they're letting them on... Q. Q. Got on. QAnon. QAnon people. Joshua T. Berglund. Jo yeah. It's too dangerous. <laughs> I just... Because I am dangerous. You know why I'm dangerous? You tell the truth. Yeah, that. But also, when I think people are lying to me... Call them out. You ask questions. This is like me trying to predict a movie. Go ahead. You're really not good at this. I know. You're supposed to be able to read my mind. I know. I get We're too married. excited. I get too excited. Merry Christmas. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> See, because of this, you've made me forget what I was going to talk about. I forgot to. We're going to move on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, what is this? Is this Glenn Beck? Shop? Oh, the Fed launched a digital yeah. currency while you were watching. While you weren't watching. Yeah, I, while you weren't watching. All I can go back to is Meet the Beast episode I did March of 2020. Go back. Talked about all this stuff. With the digital currency kind of all crumbling right now, that one's probably going to be like the one everyone can trust. Oh. So. Oh, the yeah, the, all the safety concerns about social media, the bullying, the harassment, the violence, the propaganda, the, the COVID lies, all those things, that's what they're going to use to justify to shut down the internet and bring in this new safe and secure internet where you have to upload your ID. Yeah, that would happen. Look at this, propaganda from 1945. This is one of my favorite Reddit channels. Trying to get people to stay home. Propaganda. Wow, that's a long time ago. They were doing the same thing they're doing now. Propaganda has run the world. Our school systems has run off propaganda. It's for our country. Think about how many people have country pride and they're all about their country yet at the same time their government is known for raping pillaging taking over other lands mm -hmm. having shadow wars yeah. and proxy wars and but we're blind like, hey we're doing it in the name of freedom or every country does this though not just the united states this is a big deal because I was talking to some gentlemen at work about the Holocaust, and that all came into play. Everything that you're talking about, 
that we just go to all these different countries like and just start telling them what to do and what not to do and then come up with our reason why it's concerning and then to make it personal they send the recruiters to my kids school six and seven year old the other day they said that the, the they were talking about how my kids came home saying they want to join the army I'm like what it's mind-blowing. Here's the thing. I am 100% grateful for everyone that has served. My Absolutely. brother is high up in the military. I have so much respect for them. 100%. I want no part of it. The problem with me is that I've always had a problem with authority because something felt wrong to me. And for those of you that celebrate our government and our freedoms in America, without me giving you my opinion or anything, I would like to challenge you to look up the Project for a New American Century. Project for a New American Century was a laid out plan for the United States government and military to go and take control of all these lands. Do you know why? Why? To put the central banking system in. Oh. Because we need more countries using the American dollar because with all of us getting to use the American dollar and with the American dollar being strong, that allows and being the main currency. Oh my gosh. The reason why the United States has to be the main currency is it allows them to print money and it allows them to do all of this money laundering they're doing. People mm -hmm. think that they know what's going on in Ukraine. Good God, no, you have no clue. Especially if you watch the news. If you watch the news, you have no clue about anything. But anyway. I want to challenge you before you get your panties in a wad that I'm disrespecting our government or the United States military. I'm not, but read Project for a New American Century. I dare you. I dare you. Can I also just yeah. say, I think the camera's looking at you for one. Cool. But for two, my the thing that upsets me is my kids are six and seven. I don't want them to be influenced by people that are not me. Like, I don't want the government influencing them when they're so small that they <coughs> haven't developed the skills to discern because they're taught to listen to adults and respect adults and do what adults say. Like, you stay the heck away from my kids until they can figure <laughs> stuff out on their own. Number two, what you're saying about the, what they're doing and going over to because they want the banking system, the U.S. banking system in all these places is a lot. It sounds like my ex-mother-in-law because she was like the martyr would go and help people that were like weaker, being picked on, were sad. She'd jump in there and, whoa, that's not right. I'll help you handle this take over the situation and everybody would look at her like she's the greatest thing since sliced bread but then if you turn not against her but you don't agree with her there's a problem there so I feel like that might be similar to the situation you're talking about that's very similar actually yeah, it was good all right, let's and see. And I've got two ex-mother-in-laws, so nobody knows who I'm talking about. I do. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> let's see what this is all about. Oh, man. Okay. You want to read it? Okay. 
former transgender Navy SEAL, announces detransition, says he was propagandized, <laughs> and pulled into a cult. Everyone is converting all these kids into transgender. Oof. The cult thing is like, a, it's a, like, a, what it, it's trending, I think, because I've been reading the headlines about their pulling the whole MAGA movement. MAGA or MAGA? How, do you, how are you supposed to say it? MAGA? MAGA. M-A-G-A, MAGA. Yeah, which means yeah. rich, by the way. Oh, there you right. go. But they're trying to pull all of these patriotic MAGA movement people into their cult. The cult thing is trending. They're trying to make a reason to come after people, I think. Oh, they're pitting <clears throat> Christians after gays? It's very interesting for, like, me, from my perspective of life, is I'm watching all the... I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. I believe Jesus died on the cross for all of our sins. He is my Savior. I would not have her. I would not have the life we have. I would not be living the life of my dreams. Like, nothing happens without my relationship with the Lord. Period. Yet at the same time... I don't fit into this, any of these religious movements that are happening. The Patriots, MAGA, and the reason why is because I love my liberal friends. I don't necessarily agree with abortion, but at the same time, I don't believe it's my right to tell you what to do, even though I'm your husband. Like, I don't feel that I have a say over anyone else's body. In the same way, our neighbors who are Hindu, who are amazing, who, to me, walk around with the peace that I would assume that Jesus had. I was just shoveling a car out, and he came running with his shovel to see how he could help. Yeah. I mean, it's just an am they're amazing people. Amazing. And I have tons of Indian friends that are Hindu, and I have Buddhist friends, and it's just like... I get it. Jesus is my savior. That is how my life changed. I can't speak for other people. I can't speak for them. I if our daughter was raped and molested, or not molested, even that, molested and got pregnant by someone that we knew, and I know this is awful to say, and then she got pregnant at whatever age, but, and the person that raped her was a monster. Like, I, who am I to tell her what to do with that child? Even as a parent. And parents, that's where we went wrong, is not we, but parents tend to follow the, the structure that the government has set out mm -hmm. with, you tell children what to do. You don't guide them and give them information and then help them along the right path, you tell them what to do. It's not our job. I know that if that situation got it doesn't ever happen. No, I... But if it did, I... I rebuke myself for saying it. I'm, I'm very comfortable with the fact that I know that the girls would come to me and, and I could help them work through it, but I would never tell them what they need to do. 
Yeah, I don't think not that... Not my body, even though they're my children. Yeah, and it's just... And the other thing, too, they're pitting right now. I saw some people went and spray-painted in this church, like the a sign, signage, they just spray-painted all over it that they were responsible for all of the deaths that happened at that gay nightclub. I... This is a fun position for me to be in with, like, with who I am. And, of course, none of my life is a secret because we share everything here. And I love Jesus. I know what the Bible says. I also know my own sexuality. I also know that how I got to that place, whether I was born with it or it happened because I was molested and then my behavior after, I don't know. But I'll tell you this, that I have served the Lord faithfully since I've given my life to Him six, seven years ago. And uh, God hasn't taken certain things away from me that I still have. And so, I, again, I love Jesus with all my heart. Yet, I still am attracted to men. And, like, that part of me hasn't gone away. And yet, here it is, I see my brothers and sisters in Christ, and I see the LGBTB community going at war and blaming each other. The Christians are being blamed for the attacks on the gay nightclub, which I don't think that's fair. And then I also don't think it's fair that the LGBTB community is attacking Christians because of it. There's extreme Christians, there's extreme Muslims, there's extreme Buddhists, there's extreme... My God, there is a temple, there's a Hindu temple that has no monks. Because they all tested positive for meth in Thailand. A Buddhist temple. All the monks are gone because every one of them were doing meth. I'm still having a hard time wrapping my mind around this being a real story. No, it's real. It's absolutely 100% real. How do you know? Huh? Did you see the monks? Was I've watched. Video? I've watched videos on it. Really? I've watched. Yeah, it's like a thing. It's, it's it's a major thing. Yes, but that's the thing. It there's I know, there's preachers that are smoking meth right now in a hotel room with a gay prostitute, mm, or in a female prostitute, oh, and vice versa. What? There's one of the big time. This segment's supposed to be funny. Oh shoot! No, go ahead. I just moved the camera. <laughs> it's fine. No, they just came out, like, one of the arch people just gave a list of names. Oh, it really likes me. Just gave another list of names. The camera. Ah! Dead coming. AI camera. Um, you want to finish what you're saying? I'm, no. Let's move okay. on to something more fun. Minneapolis. Office tower goes back. Oh boy. Yeah, I know I wanted to talk about this. This is not funny though. Okay, go. But now I have to because you pointed on it. This office tower goes back to the lender. Okay, so I want to talk about really quick. I don't need to spend time on this. A lot of these defaults that you're going to see happen around a lot of the cities, they're not. What's the, how do you say it? Some of this is by design. 
And the only way I can explain it to make it make sense is you got to read about smart cities. And it's really interesting. Again, this is not like a fear thing. No, it's a 2030, right? It's, it, well, it's part of Agenda 2030, and but there's like some amazing things that are a part of it. But sometimes for amazing to happen, things have to die. There has to be destruction. There's birthing pains. There's growing pains. There's all of that. So there's going to be a major disruption to bring all this in. But Minneapolis is about to become, like here in the next few years, you're gonna, it's gonna become very obvious that it's about to be a mega metropolis. And if you see the city plans, Chicago and Minneapolis, believe it or not, are gonna become like one major mega metropolis. I don't know how many years we're away, but you're gonna start to, see, it will become more obvious that we're moving that way. Yeah. It's exciting. There's gotta be some, I'm excited by this, futurology, What's this one? I like Futurology. Oh! <laughs> so, MSN fired its human journalists and replaced them with AI that started publishing fake news about mermaids and Bigfoot. So, these AI writing services out there right now are ridiculous. Oh, Go ahead. I saw an article that said this article was written by a robot. Whoa. They're, yeah. like, normalizing this now. And you can write up, you can take your own existing transcript now. You can pump it into a machine, mm -hmm. or, which is a computer, basically. And it will AI generate your article to make it SEO friendly. Oh, wow. There's another thing where you can put in a sentence and it'll write the whole thing for you. They don't, they are, how do I say this? Who do you give credit to in, in that? That's the point. You're going to share your credit with the robot? AI is going to take up every industry. The only chance that humans have are merging with technology or becoming a media company. This is why I have media company in a box. Why I've been talking about everything I've been talking about for two and a half years is because this is, it's going to affect everybody. Sports writers are not gonna have jobs. Is there gonna be sports still, do you think? I, I think sports are gonna dramatically change. If we're getting universal income, the sports players would, what, they would get universal income, so they wouldn't get paid these enormous amounts of money anymore, would they? Unless if you look at it from the perspective that professional athletes are just professional slaves. Mm. And I'm not saying that to be offensive, but I, I think that anyone that works in, that's an employee, they're a slave to some point. Now, mind you, you may have a nice boss. But you have to do what they say to make a living. Yeah. Yeah? I don't think we're going to put this on video. Nah, because the camera's crazy, but we'll do a podcast. Like, we'll have it on podcast, which is fine. It's probably more enjoyable because the camera's, you know. But we'll, do the, we'll find a better way to do it. So I figured out something on the TV with the second camera that we can make work. So the next time we try this, we can like really do it right. All right. Because I had fun with this, even though we talked about, I want to find, oh, here's a funny thing. Here's, 
Let's do one funny thing, because I really wanted this to be humorous and inter interesting, if anything. <laughs> so, for now, so, since we're not putting this on video now, I read today that gaslighting is Merriam-Webster's 2022 word of the year. And the guy says, that's ridiculous. Gaslighting isn't a thing. You must have read it wrong. No. What, That's two the, years ago, when I was trying to figure out what gaslighting meant, <laughs> and like place things together, and it's hard to figure out when you've been gaslit your whole life. Yeah, it's wild to see the Twitter hacked seal scientist, Minneapolis Tower conspiracy. Ooh. We might as well go to conspiracy since we've talked about so many weird. Remember when they locked us down like dogs and shut down our businesses and restaurants and wasted twenty trillion to flatten the curve so that hospitals didn't get overwhelmed? Except the big hospitals made record profits from taxpayer money for killing patients with resmivir. Yeah, yeah, and ventilators. Whoosh! That image is. Okay, that's not funny at all. I try to make it funny, could not do that. That's the donut thing. There's surely one more on here. Oh, this is interesting. Hence the name interesting as F. The gate of all nations, also known as the gate of, is that? Xerxes. Xerxes, that's how you so. say it? Mm -hmm. Located the entrance to the ruins in the ancient city of Peripolis, Iran. Look how amazing that is. Yeah. Wow. That looks like the thing that the Trojan horse went to. It does. Babe, it's not exactly what I planned on, but I always love broadcasting with you just because what... Most of you all don't get to see, because you're always hearing me or talking to me, is that my wife has a brilliant sense of humor, and so when she's been on other broadcasts, it's, we're listening to someone else talk, and then, you know, you'll chime in with the questions, but you guys don't really get to see her brilliance. In action. In action, because she does have a lot of very interesting things to say. Thanks, Dave. A very creative mind. You'd see her art. So, we are grateful that you all are here. Thank you for listening. Again, we just wanted to have some fun. After yesterday's broadcast, I am like, you know what, can I ask you something? How do you feel about the broadcast I did yesterday? I haven't gotten through the whole thing oh, yet. okay. But I'll keep you posted. I, so far, I think it's amazing. And I'm proud of you. No, I almost deleted it like six times. I know. Why? I wish you would just... It's... I don't know. But I'm grateful for your support, which I, I said in the broadcast, because I, I would have never even thought about doing that. But it was your... You need well, to talk about it. Well, it was cool to have an answer to an internal question that I just never thought to ask. Yeah. And it's... What we're talking shocked. about the... I gave myself HIV episode. Mm -hmm. Because... That's a pretty startling title. I was just going to name it, like, Chemsex. Here's the other thing. <laughs> you, 
Like, no, you need to say this. Yeah, you also, there's another thing that you have skirted over, and it was uh -oh. how you trafficked yourself. Oh. You skirt over that a lot, too. So, that's actually a really good and fair question. Did the mic, the internet, the internet ghost went out for a second. That's interesting. So, the question was how I trafficked myself. I was, I was trying to feed that sexual demon. And uh, I was looking, I think I told you about, so my very first time I was in Hawaii and they had these like little porn theaters where you could go into booths. So like I was exploring all that. They didn't have that really in Oklahoma. So I was- Your very first time doing what? When I first started to get the idea that I was gonna try to escort myself. So I was like very, my obsession with sex and needing it and wanting to explore and do all that stuff. I was like seeking every avenue possible to find an outlet. And one of the things that I saw, because I had hired escorts in the past, but one of the things that I had saw were other people escorting themselves. And I thought, well, I can do that too. So I started reaching out to escort agencies and got hired. I think I've told you, I, oof, I had my very first experience. The you never part, told me this, that you got hired I, by an escort I service? I got hired by an escort service and I started, I was in Waikiki when I was in college. And uh, the very first time I went to go do it, I couldn't do it. I could I was like, chickened out. I was sober. I'm like, the dude was, uh, I don't want to make fun of people or anything, but I, there was just, let's put it this way, even as a chem sex addict, and I, I could have been doing all the drugs in the world, I wouldn't have let him touch me then either. That's how bad it was. It was like Jabba the Hutt. I never saw that. He's a giant, fat, and gosh, that sounds, see, I didn't want to say that. He's just at least 400 pounds. And like, it just. Not your type. Yeah. And like, I had this whole pretty woman scenario. Oh, yeah, totally. They made that movie and, to make it look sexy. And I had those situations. So I didn't, I, in Hawaii, it was more like flirting with it. Then there was stuff on the street that happened. Then I got picked up on the street by a Brazilian guy. One time I was just walking, and uh, that was an experience. He raped me. His, I was in his, I went to his house, where his mom was at. I met his mom. Holy crap. Okay, so I might as well tell this story now. Boy, this is not where I expected headliners to go today. Jeez, wife. So I'm walking the streets. There is this place, and those of you who have ever been to Hawaii and have been to Waikiki, there's a strip bar called Femnu. And Femnu, and then right behind Femnu is like a, a bathhouse. And a bath, not a bathhouse, a massage shower bathhouse. It's where you go, and the women there will wash you and rub you, and like, it's a thing. So that's right next door. And then there's a porn place on the other side of it. So I'm walking the street, leaving, because I lived in the, by the Ala Moana Canal. And I'm walking the street, and this 
really attractive guy. And I wasn't at that place where I could say another guy was attractive then. I was still like really confused. I was 20 years old. And so I'm walking. He's like, hey, you need a ride? Yeah. And then, so he starts talking to me, and he's talking to me about his job. And he's like, yeah, why don't you come back to my house? We'll talk about it. Whew. So anyway, I go back to the house. And uh, his mom's there. And so the very first time, it was like, he just forced his penis in my mouth. And it was like, quote, unquote, teaching me to suck it. And which, because I hadn't really, like, I wasn't that comfortable with it yet. And the only experiences I had were, like, on drugs. So, so I mean, this is the middle of the day. I'm not on drugs. I'm sober. And then I have got this. Yeah. Never mind. That was almost going to be very descriptive. Yeah. But here's the thing. I'm so codependent. I'm so still trying to figure things out. I have this desperate need to be loved. And he was showing me attention that I liked. So when we swapped numbers, then he took me to the Royal Hawaiian Hotel. He took me out for drinks and then gave me drugs and then went back to his house. And that's when he raped me. And I, and it, I tried to make him stop and it hurt. Ugh. So, <clears throat> when I learned about poppers, there's a technical term for it, but they're poppers. And they're different, they're not whippets, but it's kind of like the same concept. But when you smell them, it just gives you this rush of like euphoria. And if you're on drugs and do it at the same time, it's like people that are bottoms like it. And so basically what it does is it takes the pain away from whatever it makes it all right and it makes it very euphoric feeling like it's big sex this is part of the kim sex thing is that it goes along with the drugs he that's when i was introduced to it and it's better when you're this sounds terrible but it's easier to take when you're actually on drugs when you try to do it sober it's like yeah what the hell anyway that's when he introduced it to me the third time, and was the last time, because it was like, it was more forceful, and again, I was sober. So it's my fault that I kept putting myself in this situation, but I was so desperate for love, I didn't, also didn't know why I was having these desires, even though it hurt. Like, it was just, it was a really strange thing. I don't know if you can really say it was your fault, though. Because that's saying to someone who is beaten by their husband that it's their fault because they stayed. When you have been mentally manipulated and mistreated and you're not of sound mind, mm -hmm. then you're vulnerable to things like that, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, and I want to finish answering your question, though, because I went into story time, too. I love story time. <laughs> but to answer your question, that wasn't even really me trafficking myself then. It was when I went to Florida that I was very active. 
I went to one of those porn theaters and how I met the first client that I had, who is, I was in this booth and like they have the porn theater and there's all kinds of crazy that goes on there and then they have these booths and this place the booths were open. So if you're sitting there watching a porn movie and you're masturbating, people can see it. So whatever your comfort level, there's some people it, it's it, like being in the locker room. Right. You change in front of exactly. Or That's exactly what it is. And so I'm sitting there, and I kid you not, all of a sudden this guy just drops on his knees and starts performing. As soon as I'm done, dumps a hundred bucks in my pocket, and I'm like, I remember the, this. Story. Yeah. And so then when I went outside, this is the, the, to timestamp this in my life. It's so weird, like I don't remember dates very well, but there's certain events that I remember. So whatever time this is, it was during the Sydney Olympics. He was going to Sydney for the Olympics. And he, when I saw him outside, he gave me his phone number. He goes, I'll be back in two weeks. I'd like to see you and come over. Well, every time he was paying me, he bought me paid off my car, he was giving me all kinds of money, but then I was escorting outside of him too, that I wasn't telling him about. And so, like on Craigslist and stuff like that. So I put myself in those situations, mm-hmm. in a lot of bad situations. Mm-hmm. So I did that all through college, even when I was making pretty good money with the job I was at, especially for a college kid. but. I was living in Boca and wanted to go to South Beach and I wanted to go to Club Space and I wanted to have all the drugs I wanted and so getting every time I was there getting money it was $200 for every time and then sometimes there was extras and then there was the shopping trips and then there's all that and then if he brought another guy over then it would be double the money and um golly uh it was awful, but I kept thinking I would blank out and I would be stiff and I would basically say, okay, you got to put porn on. This is how the chem sex addiction got like the whole full brunt of it. Like how I programmed myself when there like the ritual came. So it made it easier watching other people on screen while he yeah, was yeah. doing whatever to me. It's like a disassociation it was, tool. That was a disassociation tool, but then it came with okay, now I'm going to do a little bit of drugs before, because he wasn't into drugs, but if I did a little bit before, I can make it more enjoyable, and then I, I make it more enjoyable and I perform better, then I'm going to get more from him. So the only reason why that stopped is because I found out that I had a three-year-old. What a, and that's when I ended up going back to Oklahoma. What a four. Oh, no, I went off the rails big time. No, I got like, worse. That the only the fact that saved you from that moment, like that wasn't you that yeah. had to have been a hire. Um, I don't know why I was led to come back because I went. My addiction went off the rails after that. Like again, it just escalated. I'd have little moments of. Hey, I'm done with that, but I was addicted to hookers and... I don't think until you heal, 
it's an easy thing to get past addiction. A beast. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, is what it is. All right, let's end. All right. All right. I don't. So this was supposed to be fun, and uh, but you know what? If we were led to talk about what we talked about, we were talked about it. Of course, maybe the news articles got us talking about certain things. That's the thing is that this is not planned and we speak from the heart. So there you go. I really wanted that to be enjoyable to listen. I had fun. And maybe we'll cut it up in the clips and use the end no. conversation. I don't want to hear this conversation again. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, well, guys, thank you so much for listening. It's a Friday. The Sabbath is on its way. And I can't wait. I'm ready. Thank you for your support. Thank you for all of the new listeners and people that have downloaded. Thank you to everyone who subscribed to the monthly membership for the videos, even though this one will not be on video. And uh, thanks for checking out the other services that we offer. And just as a reminder, anything that you hire me to do, that money goes right to the Libmana Worldwide Foundation. So we are grateful for your support. God bless you. Talk soon. Bye. Bye.